Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 12 of Trail Talks. In this episode, we will be talking to Sophia, better known as Wheels on the Trail. She completed a northbound through hike of the Appalachian Trail this year in 2021 after originally attempting back in 2020 before the pandemic. In this episode, we talk about some true hiker trash moments, the benefits of hiking for a reason bigger than yourself, and how the trail's difficulty is built around your mentality, not the true physicality. We hope you enjoy episode 12 of Trail Talks. Episode 12! One, two! Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's all we got. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 12. Through hikers or anyone out there in the community, is there a dream through hiking trail that you want to do? One that you haven't done yet. Could be a 100 mile trail, could be a 3000 mile trail. Drop it down in the comments. What trail do you want to do? What's yours? Um I want to do the Pacific Northwest Trail. I want to do the PNW. What about you? My dream trail? Probably the Te Aurora. Or oh. the one that's in Iceland, I think it is. Isn't there one in Iceland? I think there's one in Iceland and it looks really pretty. I don't know the name of it though. Big a, name, don't know what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to episode 12, guys. Today we have a really special guest. We're very excited to talk to her. Um, we hope you guys are enjoying putting the personalities to the faces you are putting or you are following on social media. If this is your first time, welcome. Hope you stick around. Uh, we are putting these out onto Spotify. And I sound like a broken record at this point. I am behind on uploading them, but I think all the way up until episode eight is uploaded. So go check it out on Spotify. Um, in this episode, we will be talking to Sophia, she completed her Nobo through hike of the AT last month, and we can't wait to pick her brain about the journey. Um, in the process, she ended up raising over $15,000 to support the Ullman Founda Foundation, so that's really cool that she dedicated her hike to that. If you guys have any questions or comments throughout the chat, please drop it down and we will try to answer it. All right. You wanna do it? Let's bring her on. Let's do it. Oh. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Can you hear you? me? Oh. I am oh, no, good. We can't hear you. No. Hold on. Can you hear me now? We can kind of hear you. What? Wait, okay. Hold on, let's see. Oh! How's this? It was connected to my AirPods the entire time. Holy God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you hear me? Good morning, me? or good? I mean, good evening to you. Yes, okay. we can hear you perfectly. All right, oh. sweet. Uh, I had a panic moment. Um, <laughs> no, it was all me. It was all <laughs> logistic. Um, how are you? I'm literally like an expert. So um, I am in my spare apartment in Baltimore right now. Uh, oh, no. oh no. I think you're cutting out again. Are you near like a. 
No, maybe not. Well, like a laptop or something. Um, I have a laptop. I could, but it's it's not like an Apple laptop, so it might not work. With that. oh no, no no, I just meant is your phone near laptop? One of our guests put it near laptop, and like their audio cut out the entire time. Oh no. Seems but to be working now. It's working now. Okay. So I'm just gonna hold it. I think thinking my hand needs to be on my phone, and then it'll work. <laughs> Um, you said you were out in Colorado right now? No, so I was in Colorado. Um, I've oh. been like after trail, I've been kind of like bouncing around uh, everywhere I can think of. But now I'm back in Baltimore, which is where I live. And I just moved into my apartment like at like 6pm. So <laughs> Oh, wow. Jeez, and we're just taking up all your time. <laughs> no, honestly, I needed to do this. I After this, I'm getting Thai food. This sounds like a perfect a perfect first night in the in the new place. Nice, nice. nice. How, was, um, how was going out to Colorado? Is that your first time out there? No, I have a lot of friends out there, so I feel like I spend, like, a fair amount of, um, like, my trip time, I guess, uh, like, out there. Um, but I... So I got to see I got to see some of my trail friends, which was really cool, and I got to see some of my friends from my cross country bike trip, and we went to Red Rocks, and nice. I went hiking, which was weird. Um, and then I, I'm like so tired, but it was it was like the good kind of tired where you're just like ah, good times. But absolutely, it's like yeah. a, it's a mad vortex out there for. Um, for outdoor adventurers like you're just like i could just stay out here <laughs> i know it's so much prettier than the at <laughs> like wow what are we doing real life views um but yeah so it was really you, fun are you originally from maryland or are you originally from baltimore no i am from new york i'm from not too far from the appalachian trail um in like southern west or sorry northern westchester county kind of like the hudson valley area yeah. but yeah. i've been um living in baltimore for a few years now great city surprisingly loved it um so i'm here for the time being nice. when i'm not what living you, in the woods what brought you down to baltimore so um uh, after I graduated college, I did the cross-country bike ride for to support young adults with cancer, which is called the 4K for Cancer. And it's based, the organization is that we are fundraising for is based in Baltimore. Um, so I came down to work at Ullman, which I'm actually wearing their shirt right now, which is funny. Um, ah, nice. And that was accidental. It's just the only shirt I can find. Um, and so I, I came to Baltimore to help open Ullman House, which is a free lodging facility for young adults with cancer, um, which is like what I was fundraising for, for my hike to tie that in. But um, I was planning on staying for like a year. And then I just kind of fell in love with it, which I think happens a lot. So I'm still here. Nice. Love it. That's awesome. Um, so I guess let's just like jump into the trail. Uh, you Jump on in. Wait, wait, let's start with did you start in 2020? Did you try starting on March 16th? Oh, wait, you cut out again. Say it again. I said that I did. I started on March 15th. Um, and then that was kind of the day that the world shut down. Um, and I mean, I know you guys were on trail. So when did you start in 2020? The 16th. The 16th. Oh my, we were so close to me. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. No, I was, wow. I, that's, I didn't realize we were so close to each other, but mm -hmm. yes, I was on the, the 15th. Um, I did the approach trail on the 15th, I guess. So technically the 16th, but then I got off like a weekend. Such wow. a bummer. <laughs> yeah. You got off. Where did you get off? Was it Unicoi Gap? Yeah, Unicoi Gap. Wow. Yeah, it was very sad. I was like in Hiawassee crying in the parking lot about it. And then this year when I was in Hiawassee, I was in the same parking lot. I was like, wow, look how the time <laughs> <has> changed. <laughs> yeah, that was a... Um... That was a pretty crazy year. When did you get the news? Did you get the news like, like immediately when they sent out like get off trail or this is what's happening? Um, I want to say that I, I think I got it pretty close to when they sent it out. I want to, I think it wasn't it like, it was like St. Patrick's day, right? I think it was the 17th or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I remember like looking, I like checked my phone at, like on the top of a mountain as you do and I was like oh this really sucks <laughs> um, and then I like some some other guy was hiking and he he got up to the mountain and I was like did you hear the news and he was like what news I'm like I don't want to break it to you but we're supposed to like get off trail so yeah and then I stayed on for a few extra days but then I hopped off because I was definitely spooked oh yeah mm -hmm. it became a ghost town really quick yeah it was yeah free did you guys get off trail at all, or did you stay? You did? Okay. We yeah. got, I think, what, 12? Winding stair gap. Yeah, 12 days in, we got to Franklin, and okay. Franklin just, like, shut down immediately, and we're like, we're not going any past this point. Yeah. Just, it's I not heard... even worth it at that point. Yeah, it, it, it just, like, it felt like it was so scary on trail that it was, like, I was also, like, I don't know if I want to feel, like, this type of fear while I'm hiking. Like, I, it's, I, I'm okay being afraid of, like, bears and stuff, but I don't want to be afraid of, like, not being able to get food. <laughs> yes, and, yeah, like when's the next resupply? Yep. Yeah, oh, that was the worst, but <laughs> it all worked oh. out in the end. So what was the decision process for like, okay, like I am getting off. Like what happened within that week or what made you decide like, this is it, I'm getting off? I think that, so I, for a while, I was kind of gung-ho about continuing on um, and I think it was it was definitely affecting me a lot how crazy social media got. Um, mm -hmm. I just felt like people were ripping e each other apart for anything that was going on. I'm sure that you guys were experiencing that too. Um, so I think that honestly, as much as I would like to say that it didn't affect, it definitely affected my my decision making. Um, because I, I mean, I'm kind of a sensitive person like to criticism and, and people were like directly calling me selfish. And I was like, ah, like, this is so hard for me to, to handle. But what it really came down to was, uh, I think it was at low gap shelter, I want to say, um, where we had service. And I was talking to my mom and my boyfriend, Nevin, and they both up until that point had been very much like, keep going, focus on the hike, everything's okay. And that was the night that both of them were like, I think this might be more than just like this you might need to get off trail mm -hmm. um and then i freaked out because i was like how am i supposed to get out of northern rural georgia yeah um, it was so stressful but then my friend actually ended up driving from nashville which is like four hours she came and got me and i was it was it all worked out but it was a very stressful night yeah well mm -hmm. i can imagine were you hiking with anyone or was it just 
you solo the first week? No, I was hiking with, so my friend Matt, he um, was also into, he is into backpacking. So he's my friend from college. He was supposed to hike the first two weeks with me. Um, so I was with him and then we kind of like had a little crew on trail. Um, two of the people we were hiking with finished. So I don't know if you know U-Haul and Burst. Um, they're from Denmark. Oh. Um, but yeah. That was with them. yeah, so so I it was fun to be able to cheer them on as like once I got off trail, I was like, okay, well, I have some people who are still out there doing it. So that was cool, but I was not totally alone. I didn't even know that was, that was their trail names. No, I didn't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I like, oh, <laughs> yeah, they were running, they were running towards the end because of their visa. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I remember they were not, that was, that is a stressful situation because of the yeah. international component. Absolutely. But. Um, so what was your prior backpacking experience before trying it in 2020? Um, I went backpacking, I think, twice before 2020. Um, I really didn't know much about backpacking. It was just, I knew I wanted to hike the Appalachian Trail. Um, and I was like, all right, well, I should figure out how to do this. Mm -hmm. um, but then I ended up going on a bunch of backpacking trips like in 2020, because what else was there to do? I did a yeah. lot of section hiking. And, um, and so I felt like in 2021, I was so much more prepared. <laughs> well, when did you catch the bug for it? You said you've always wanted to do it. When was like, I think so the process. So when I when I biked across the country, I mean, I've always had this in my head a little bit um, that I wanted to hike it. Um, just because I grew up on the East Coast, my family's like, we have a long legacy of, of hikers in our family. Um, but when I biked across the country, I think that's when I was like, oh, wait, I can actually do stuff. Like, I can actually do this. Um, mm -hmm. And then I was in the whites with my mom, uh, I think probably, I don't know, maybe like 28, no, 2017, no, 2018. And I saw some through hikers and they looked so miserable in this way that I just really recognized from the being on the bike trip, just kind of like, yeah. it's like misery, but it's also, you know, that they're doing something so cool. Mm -hmm. And that was when, when I, once I saw them, I was like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm like setting a date. I'm doing this mm -hmm. in 2020. Um, and, uh, and then, I mean, towards the end of 2019, I started getting, I just like, I had a lot of anxiety and there was a lot of stuff going on in my life. And, and I was kind of like, maybe this isn't the time to be walking in the woods for uh, six months. And then when my friend, my friend Crystal died December 1st of 2019, and she was someone who I met on my bike trip and just like really lived very passionately and fully. And I felt like if, like, if I was going to let like fear stop me from doing this thing that I wanted to, then that wouldn't be a very way, it wouldn't be a very good way to honor her. So then mm -hmm. I decided that I was going to do it 2020 and I was going to hike for Crystal. So that was kind of my process of decision making of how I got to that. I mean, it didn't end up happening in 2020, but it did. <laughs> Eventually it happened. <laughs> That's really awesome. Yeah. Oh, I, I want to back up what made you decide to do the bike tour. Yeah, um, I just wanted to bike across the country. Like there was nothing that um, like inspirational. I just, I I think I have this like list of things in my head that I just assume I'm gonna do at some point. Biking across the country was always one. 
hiking the AT was always one. There's some other ones on there, but um, I found this program that I really loved, which is, and I really, I believed in it. It was the 4K for cancer and it involved like fundraising for young adults with cancer and then going across the country with this group of people and volunteering. Um, and I was like, oh, this is perfect. And it was, I mean, it's, it was like the most amazing thing in the whole world. It was so much like a through hike um, that it's like hard not to like reference it so much just because it feels almost like that was like a through bike. Like it was kind of the same thing. Like the people are just as weird. You're just as gross. Like you're shitting outside and doing all that stuff. So yeah, it was the best ever. If you ever want to bike across the country, please do. Uh, what was your route? Like where, what state did you start in and end in? So we started in Baltimore and we ended in San Francisco. So our last day was going over the Golden Gate Bridge um, and then like biking into Chrissy Field. It was epic. Loved it. Very exciting. Uh, how long did it take you? It was 70 days. So we had wow. 60 days of riding and 10 like rest days where we would volunteer or like zero equivalent. Mm -hmm. Did you have a favorite state you went through and a least favorite state? Least favorite is easiest to remember. Idaho. Uh, hated it. <laughs> Not really? sure I hear why. Idaho is beautiful. I that know. We didn't go favorite. through the cool parts, though. We did <laughs> not. Um, and my favorite, either Colorado or Oregon. Um, Colorado just, like, took my breath away, literally, because of the altitude. But also, <laughs> um, it was just, I'd never been there before. And I was like, whoa, this place is cool. And then Oregon, we just went through some of the most beautiful parts of the state. So that was just be like unbelievable. It's, I've never seen something so gorgeous. Amazing. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Wow. Um, I guess this is going back to the trail. Uh, you got off in uh, like a weekend in 2020. And did getting off, like you said, I'm immediately going to start same day, 2021? Well, when I got off trail, I thought I was getting back on, which oh. is, it was a tough, it was a tough, like, process of realizing that my hike was over for the year. Um, and I'm sure, I feel like, like, everyone who tried to hike in 2020 is, like, we all kind of understand, like, the challenge that we were faced with, because it just, yeah. no other year had that type of experience where you have to decide like what is right for you. And if you want to like break rules or like what rule, that's just, it was really hard. Um, so I think, so I, I um, didn't have any of my stuff. I only had what was in my backpack and uh, I went, I like was staying with my boyfriend in his studio apartment for like, I was like, Oh, it'll just be a, a two weeks and I'll go back. But um, things just, it didn't feel like anything was getting better. I was in a city and I was seeing how like scary it was getting. And um, at some point I just kind of made the decision like once, I think it was probably in like May or something that I was like, okay, well, like I really like if, unless I flip or do something kind of like kooky or like speed up, um, like I don't know if this hike is going to happen this year, um, mm -hmm. which was definitely a tough pill to swallow, but uh, I think it ended up being the right thing for me. And like, I did a lot of trail magic, which was fun. And I did a lot of backpacking and um, like, just try to stay within the trail community. But yeah, I was originally going to start March 1st um, this year, but I kind of like the date kind of crept up on me. And I still 
I mean, they, it was the same thing all over again. Like the ATC was still saying that we shouldn't hike. I was like, how much longer can I postpone this? Um, and I'm like, things still didn't feel better. So I, I was like, okay, I'm just going to do March, um, like 14th or 15th. Um, and ended up, I don't even know why I started the 14th. I honestly don't really remember. I think it was kind of just like, I don't know, here I go. I'll just start walking now. <laughs> Which first week was better, 2020 or 2021? Oh, 2021. Easy. Really? Yeah. Because I, I didn't know what I was doing. I had like bad shoes. I was so nervous. Um, and in 2021, I did start by myself. Um, and I just was so much more confident. Like once I was on trail, I was like, wait, I know how to do this. Um, and it wasn't as hard. I think I just felt like I was, I was more mentally ready for it. Mm. How did the people differ on trail from 2020 to 2021? Like when you first started those first nights mm -hmm. in camp? I think that I, so in 2020, I was really careful about mileage. Um, and I was like, I'm only going to do like eight to 10, like what is responsible. And this year I just wasn't like that. <laughs> I was too excited. And I don't know. I was do So I think I kind of got like, accidentally like grouped in with this group of hikers who are just like way stronger and faster than I was at the time. Um, and I love them. They're so awesome. And they like, we, we actually all finished, which is cool. Um, but I think that my, I would just, because I was going faster than I should have this year. Um, I, I met people who were also going faster. Whereas I think in 2020, everyone was kind of doing the same like slow mileage uh, mm -hmm. going in, but it backfired because I ended up having to slow down afterwards because I kind of hurt myself, so. We did the same thing. We started with a guy from Canada and he was like ultra light and he was going, starting almost close to 20 miles a day. Yeah. And we're like, we Ooh. got it. Like ran up Blood Mountain with him and we're like, we got this. And we crashed so hard right before Hiawassee. We're like, you know what? You keep going. I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, I was I was struggling. Like I I was I was feeling so good, and then I think because I did I did like a like I so I I did like eleven the first day, and then I did like a seventeen, which like now I'm like, oh, that's fine. But in, in the beginning, that's way too much. Yeah, that's, that's huge. A lot. Yeah. And I so I think I and then once I got to Franklin, Franklin was my like. Uh, crash and burn point where I was like, okay, I need to slow the heck down. And then I did <laughs> this time. <laughs> nice. Well, I'm impressed you made it that long. Like, that's a decent <laughs> amount. Of I think I just refused to, like, acknowledge that I was feeling pain. Not, I wouldn't recommend <laughs> that healthy. <laughs> I think it's hard, too, because, like, especially in the beginning, you want to be around people. And if you get grouped up with people, it's hard to just say, Bye. bye to them and so yeah really quick it that was like a very dramatic moment for me because when I kind of like I so I took two zeros in Franklin and then my friends hiked on um and them leaving was very it, it was just I was just like oh my god like I'm not gonna be like I'm not gonna find any more friends and I'm it's, <laughs> I was very like lonely but meanwhile like the um I met two girls in Franklin and one of them I hiked legitimately the rest of the trail with so wow. it like it all like worked out in the end but uh, it was hard to separate with the people who you like are with in the beginning because I never really had like a legitimate trail family 
in 2020 because I was on for a hot second. So I was excited to have like friends and we were all like doing the trail thing. <laughs> and then they, I said, okay, you guys gotta go. I, you gotta keep going. I can't <laughs> keep up. I find it hilarious, like making a friendship or relationship for a week on the trail. And it just feels so crushing when, when you never, either you never see them again, or you don't see them for a few hundred miles. Yeah. And you're like, wow, I'm never going to see this person again. Yeah, I try to just like, ignore the fact that that is the case a lot. So like, when I'm saying <laughs> people, I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna see you. I'm like, I'm not gonna see you. <laughs> yeah. But one of my like, really like one of like my best trail friends, um, he had a, a deadline. And so I knew at some point he was gonna have to like, leave me. Um, but I just like we like I we both like didn't want to say goodbye and we kept like prolonging it and then at some point just like in the middle of Pennsylvania I like I just made the decision I was like I have to let him go he's got to fly free and I just like I was like yeah don't worry I'll see you in a few days and then we liked it and then I was but in my head I was like I know I'm never gonna see him <laughs> but I did see him again but like um he we didn't hike together again but we are mm -hmm. real life friends so it's okay nice Speaking about leaving, how how was it having to leave your boyfriend two times? Oh, I feel like we got good at it. Like, I think the first <laughs> time, it was like, <laughs> the first time, I had so much anxiety about it. Oh, my friend, my friend Rambo, who I just saw in um, Colorado, just said, hi, Wheelsy. Hi, Rambo. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, the first time, I was really scared. And I just like thought I was like, what if we like break up while I'm on trail? It'll be so sad. But um, the second time, I think both of us were like, all right, we've already done the goodbye. We we made it for a pandemic. We lived in a studio apartment for like six months. Like we're fine. <laughs> um, it, I was still like, I cried like the ten days beforehand. I would just be like, I'm gonna miss you. But uh, <laughs> once I was out on trail, like he was he was so he was the best trail boyfriend he was like the the best partner at home like so supportive he came out to see me a bunch um so i think the, the goodbye is always hard but the actual like distance was like a really wonderful experience like i'm glad to be back with him but like we we did great and he he drove all over the east coast for me so <laughs> Was your family uh, supportive both times, like when you decided to keep going after getting off in 2020? Yeah, yeah, they were really supportive. Um, I think my mom and my grandma were like the most jazzed about it, um, which was very cute. So I think they, they, they know me very well and they knew that this was something that was important for me to do. And I think it also felt like it was kind of important for me to do like for my family, um, just because I don't know like we all like they I know my grandma wanted to hike the trail and never really did and my mom did and she it just it was like a, kind of like a family dream um so my mom my mom my boyfriend and my grandma all had like separate little maps with like little Sophia's like moving up the, <laughs> the trail so they were <laughs> um, they're keeping an eye on it about um uh being trail famous but I'm not trail famous but that is funny <laughs> That he said that <laughs> um what view were you most excited to see or what section i think you said you the hiawassee parking lot was very surreal for you but like what else in georgia were you excited to like see again i was excited to get out of georgia like i was <laughs> <laughs> just 
because I didn't make it out of Georgia the first year. I was like not that far away, but I didn't make it out of it. So I was really excited to leave. Um, not saying there's anything wrong with Georgia, but I was I was really excited to cross my first state line. Nice. Um, what states were you on, or were you ever on the AT? I know you lived close to the New York part of the AT, but did you see any of the South before getting on? Um, well, depends on what you mean by South, because mm -hmm. technically Baltimore is in the South. Um, so, I mean, we're like, Mason-Dixon line is like, right oh, yeah. here, but, <laughs> so I, I had done like a little bit in, in Northern Virginia, but like besides that, and I did Maryland. Um, but like besides that, I didn't really know anything about the southern part of the AT. And there was, I know there was. I was really excited for the the Triple Crown and like going into the Shenies and I don't know, like all of it was just kind of brand new. I loved Virginia. I didn't have the blues there. Nice. Good. We did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we did. Did. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, when we got back on in May, we hit Virginia in. June. mid June and it was oh. like I it was like 95 every single day oh my like starting from Damascus going up yeah. it was just sucky it was rough. <laughs> oh hell no the heat yeah and my oh there we go oh, I'm sorry um the heat is not my friend I do not like it I do not handle it well <laughs> not my favorite <laughs> bless you all right um what was the biggest gear change between 2020 and 2021? Ooh, um, shoes and my pack. Um, I think, so I, I, um, I used, uh, the Osprey. What's the, it's like, it's not the, the E, uh, E, I don't know how to pronounce it. The, like one that everyone uses on trail, uh, in yeah. 2020. And then this year I used the ULA circuit, um, and I loved it. I think I like that it has like the roll down top. Um, and I just, I mean, I don't, there wasn't anything I didn't like about the Osprey. I just, I don't know. I feel like I liked how the, the circuit looked, which is stupid. It doesn't matter, but I did <laughs> like it. <laughs> um, and then the shoes were a big one. So I was using ultras for all of my backpacking up until I got to Franklin. And uh, I had like I just I don't know it was I think it was probably the miles but like I had a weird shin thing or my foot was swollen and I was yeah I didn't know what was happening and then I went to Outdoor seventy six shout out saved my hike love them and they put me in Brooks Cascadia and now I am a diehard Brooks fan and I'll oh never my. change I don't know many people that wear Brooks Cascadia oh no I yeah, actually a decent amount. there's a decent amount yeah there I feel like. You, I saw I saw like a, a fair amount. They're not as popular as ultras, but they're I love my Brooks. They were amazing. Was the Hoka train big this year? Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. ever. Yeah. I was. I thought I was wanted to be in Hoka's, um, but I don't know. I just I feel like you're really high off the ground when you wear those. They're kind of like you are, you are, yeah. platform yeah. shoes. Is that what you guys wear? Yeah. Yeah, you're like they're kind of like high heels, like you kind of. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. It's like you're walking on pillows the entire time, yeah, though. Yeah, it's kind of great. <laughs> Maybe, I mean, I could be converted, but I'm so nervous to switch anything foot-wise. But I like the idea of my feet not hurting. Like, the bottoms of them, that would be nice, but... Yeah. There was so much fear-mongering in the beginning that, like, people swore by ultras, and I was like, I guess ultra is the shoe. Like, yeah. I'm just doing that. Mm -hmm. And by mile, like, 300, I was like, 
like after this like yeah. this sucks like they're falling apart my feet hurt like <laughs> yeah and i think that so what the guy at, at outdoor 76 was saying is that so many people just try the zero drop because that's what everyone else is doing and you have to ease into it so like if you're if you're not already doing a fair amount of miles every day in your ultras like they're gonna your feet are gonna suffer in some way and i think that's what was happening to me because i didn't like I didn't ease into using, or I, I had used them, but I hadn't been like training. I didn't, I didn't train at all for the AT. I don't know if, that, if anyone does, but I did not. Um, so I like, I, it just, the zero drop wasn't for me. I don't really think it is. Um, I still have them if anyone needs a pair, but um, I'm on the Brooks train now. Nice. <laughs> People say they prep for the AT, but it's like they set up their tent in their backyard and they're like, yeah. it's good. Yeah, <laughs> please. <laughs> <laughs> um so you you were representing the Ullman Foundation um but you were also I guess representing the Trek when you signed up to vlog for them how what what was that like yeah it was fun um it wasn't it wasn't like a huge part I guess of my hike like it was it was something mm -hmm. fun that I did um but it's not like I don't know I so originally I I just like I like taking videos I like having that as like a memory. Um, and I did want, I was trying to figure out how I want to document it. And I did want to vlog. Um, but I didn't want to start a YouTube channel because that seems like a lot of work. And I, I was like, I know that I'm never going to vlog again. Or if I do, it'll be like trail. So I just, I was like, I don't know about YouTube. But um, so I found a track and I was watching like some videos. I was like, oh, I could do this. Like this could be, I could do it. So I um, applied. And, and then I kind of was going back and forth about it because I know that some people like give you shit for like, I don't know, like spending time on social media or like posting stuff like that. But what I realized is that it was going to help my fundraising. Like I was going to get a, a broader audience and that I wanted to have that video diary anyway. So it wasn't going to change anything about how I was hiking. So it was fun. I had a lot of fun like taking videos and like being goofy and I don't know I feel like my trail family like they make a lot of appearances and it's it's I haven't finished my vlog so I actually have to do that I think I'm still in New Hampshire on the trek but um I I'm really excited to at some point look back like when I'm not so fresh off the trail and be like oh I remember that day because um, I really did like I like talked to the camera every day I was like this is what's going on in my brain this is what's happening and it's just kind of cool to have that as a reminder of just like some of the little moments that you forget about on trail. Also, I have a reminder about the bad moments too, because I like tried to videotape myself even when I was like having a moment. So there's like a few days where I'm just like crying into the camera and I'm like, I hate hiking so much. And I need to <laughs> those too. They're all so important. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, now that we've been out for a year and a half, like watching those vlogs back, the worst days had to be the like the most laughable days mm -hmm. to us. Like it just ages the best. Yeah, yeah, and then it's also just kind of funny. You're like, oh yeah, like I was crying about rain and blisters, and now I'm like in a city where like the problems are just different and bigger. I guess <laughs> the best is like. Um, we tried to vlog like in the morning, in the afternoon, and at night, not too much, but just like throughout the day. And in the morning, how exhausted we looked, like the bags under our <laughs> eyes. And we were like, good morning, everybody. Today we are doing 
so-and-so. <laughs> Just watching it back, you're like, damn, you were exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. I, I had a really hard time with mornings in general on trail. Just could <laughs> never, like, I would call it an existential crisis because I'd wake up and be like, I don't know why I'm putting myself through this. Why am I? Thinking? And and then I would stand up and I'd be like, oh, wait, I can do it. We're fine. I can do it. <laughs> Every morning I was like, why am I doing this? Are you a morning person back in society? I'm not like not a morning person. I don't mind morning, but on trail, I fucking hate them. Holy crap. <laughs> Sorry. Like, no, yeah. no, no, you, you're good. No, no, you can do it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, well, okay, what time, what time would you usually get on, out on trail? Um, I was, I feel like more of a late riser, so when it was really hot, I would get up early, but once, like, towards the end, we were waking up at, like, 7.38, and, like, sometimes we would fuck around so much that we wouldn't be on trail until, like, 11 or 12. <laughs> we were, like, <laughs> Sorry. Yep, yep. <laughs> That's not that late. Seven thirty-eight is pretty normal. You got yeah. no schedule in the woods. I'm just walking. No schedule in the woods, exactly. But when it was hot, I did try to get up earlier. Mm. Mm. When did um? So when did you get the trail name Wheels? I got that right before the Smokies. Um, and I got it because the, my friend Tater Tot named me. Um, we were, I, I kept like, people kept throwing around these weird, weird trail names. I was like, and I'm kind of a weird person and I'm, I'm especially weird on trail. So I was like, if I don't get a trail name soon, I'm going to get stuck with something just simply horrendous. Um, <laughs> so I, I, so she suggested the wheels and I was like, that, I think that's perfect. Cause like, I like, I talk about my bike trip a lot. I like to bike. Um, and the Z was only because, um, I just like didn't I didn't want anyone else to have my trail name so I was just <laughs> right and it's different it's it's mine <laughs> I, what were some of the other know. trail names I want to know what were the weird oh. trail um okay so the guys I was hiking with in the beginning I was like far behind them because they were fast they and I, I ate dumplings in town in like Hiawathi and they told everyone throughout the day that my name was dumps so that people were <laughs> Like, That's oh, it. Are you dumps? And I was like, motherfuckers. <laughs> and then um, my friend Barry tried to name me Toshank. Um, <laughs> I was like, I can't, I can't be called Toshank for the next five months of my life. <laughs> like, no way. But yeah, I, I was like, I also just like do. I, I don't. I just was like, I'm gonna get a weird one. So I, and I like wheels. I think it fits me. Mm -hmm. Nice. <laughs> Those are great. I love that. Dumb. <laughs> the Z's nice. When we went by Shark Boy and Lava Girl, and like I wanted to really be B O I, and she wanted to be G U R L. Yeah. Just because, why not? <laughs> Gotta own it. Yeah. We didn't end up doing it though. I did. It. I wrote in the. I wrote in the logbooks like that. That's true. That's yeah. true. Were there anyone else on trail who had the same trail name as you? No, literally everyone that we t said it to, like, they didn't even know the movie. And so I was like, that's fine. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. I actually never met another Wheels until I was on Katahdin. And, like, I had been hearing rumors about, like, someone else being named Wheels. And this guy was talking to me on Katahdin. He was like, oh, like, do you know where, like, do you know the other Wheels? 
And I made a joke and I was like, I was like, no, but like, if I meet him, I'm going to yeet him off the mountain. And then I found <laughs> and he's standing there. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you'll be the only one with a Z. Yeah, he, he is with an S, so I am. Um, you'll be right next to each other in the yearbook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when did the honeymoon phase end for you? Ooh, uh, Harper's Ferry, I think. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a long honeymoon phase. Yeah, it, I really was, like, I was really jazzed for a long time. Um, I think that even, like, part of Maryland, I think I was still pretty, pretty, like, I really, I don't, I don't have any memories of wanting to, like, not be hiking. I mean, a little bit, but not, like, what it became in Pennsylvania, but I went home. So when in Harper's Ferry, it's only an hour and a half from Baltimore. So I came back to Baltimore. I like saw some of my Baltimore friends. I hung out with my boyfriend, Nevin, and like got like a taste of real life. And then after that, oh, I was like, oh my God, hiking is so hard. And then Pennsylvania hit and then just hor horrific. Well, it wasn't horrific, but I was having a time. So that was, I was, and then I think honestly, like after that, I never got that same like sense of euphoria, I guess. Like I, I always, it went up and down more, but up until I think Harper's Ferry, I was, I was really like just having the time of my life and I still like had the time of my life, but you know, it, it, it's like through hiking is kind of like light torture, but good, <laughs> but light. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We're sadistic in some type of way. Yeah. <laughs> Like, <laughs> so when did true hiker trash trail life begin for you on trail Ooh, that's a good question um, <laughs> probably pretty quick well no because I like was like but well I don't know I think that mm, ooh, when I started peeing standing up that's uh, I don't know when I even did that. I did it pretty early on, but I found a way to like, because I had like guys do it and it's so easy and they don't have to take their pack <laughs> off. I was like, all right, I can figure this out. So I like figured out, take my <laughs> side and kind of like do a lunge and pee standing up. And that felt pretty badass. Um, <laughs> and then I don't know. I mean, like there is some, there's definitely some times where I was like, ooh, that is just simply would not fly in life but like i don't know like eating eating rice krispies for like weeks on end probably yeah <laughs> <laughs> what was the longest you went without a shower uh nine days which was not actually i thought i probably could have gone longer um but yeah i think or maybe it was 10 days but what about you guys what was your longest stretch i, th I think the same it was like eight days so seven or eight days I yeah think. yeah we shared a tent, so I was like, screw it, we're not, we're like, that's a lot of stink. That's a lot of stink to trap. I can go pretty long without showering, and because I don't, I feel like I don't really shower that much in real life either, so. <laughs> it wasn't that different. It really was. <laughs> Wait, I want to know, I have to back up for a sec, because I remember this. Um, why were you eating your meal with a trowel, oh, like yeah. first day out on trail. 
great question. Uh, maybe that was when I was the most, I turned into a hiker tracker. <laughs> um, I lost my spoon and I don't know where it went. I really don't. I must've like slipped out of my backpack at some point, never found it. I lost many spoons on trail. Um, and I hadn't like, like I've used my trowel, but it doesn't touch my poop. It just touches the dirt. And then it's like, at, like I, I like dig the hole and then it just, that's all. I don't like, I don't know. It, it doesn't touch poop. So I was like, I think this is fine. So then I, it was honestly, it worked well. Um, but like a job. there you go. Yeah. Oh, my friend Bearbait, um, who's the one who I hiked at the trail just said, how many spoons did you go through? Because <laughs> I got made fun of so much because I, I just like didn't have a spoon for a while. And then I did have a spoon and I used it to eat Chinese food um, in Bennington, Vermont. And then I, I didn't want to wash it. So I just threw it out instead. I, <laughs> I think I need this. And everyone, I think you do. And I was like, no. And then I just didn't have a spoon to eat with. So. Trail name should have been Spoons with a Z. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> um, well, I'm sorry. Let me back up to what was your Smokies experience like? Was it busy? How was the weather? Yeah, we had, I started on April Fool's Day, um, which felt appropriate, um, but we, it, it was really, really cold. Um, that was, it was like, it was, dro it dropped below freezing, I think for two nights, and then it like slowly started getting warmer, but the first two nights were just a little bit brutal. Like, I, I remember the first, and there was, a, that actually, a lot of the people who I ended up like finishing the trail with were in the Smokies at the same time as me, and we all remember it just being miserable. Um, and I think like the first night it was definitely below freezing because I had, I remember I had, I had to put my honey bun in the morning into my like chest, into my bosom to defrost it. So that was, <laughs> um, but it got warmer and warmer. And then towards the end, it was beautiful. Like we had, I think I kind of liked it like that because it, it like put us to the ringer and then it rewarded us with these beautiful days towards the end. I loved the Smokies so much. They were so mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, did you enjoy the Shenandoahs or was that something else? Eh, they were okay. Like they were, they, um, we were, so I aqua blazed the first 46 miles of the Shenandoahs because I, I live not that far from the Shenies. So my thought was that I'll, I'll aqua blaze them. And then at some point, like either this fall or the spring, I'll go hike them. Um, just the, the miles that I missed. Um, but I felt like they were really easy. Um, we had good weather. It wasn't too hot. Um, the milkshake was good. W were like awesome. Um, and I was hiking with my friend Nacho, who is really really fast. So we were kind of like, I don't know. We were like challenging ourselves pretty. Like I don't know it was it was very exciting. We were trying to get to Harper's Ferry in a certain amount of time. So we were having a lot of fun, and we had a really good crew through the Shenies. So. I liked them. I know a lot of people had a tough time. Like that's where a lot of people's blues kind of came in, but mm -hmm. having a blast. You're smart for doing the first half. That first half was terrible. It's just so yeah. boring. And entering is so boring. It's yeah. Fun. Well, I guess I'll find out this fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, how, how was aqua blazing? How was like actually yeah. having to paddle? Oh, it was hard. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, I thought we were floating down the river. Not the case. Um, it was really, really fun. Um, and I'm glad we did it, but it was hard. And also 
the water levels were kind of low. So we had a fair amount of like rapids. Um, it was not like you kind of had to know what you were doing. Like we got, we had, my canoe got pinned one time that was like pretty bad. And we had to like take all of our gear out and like dump it. And we had, we got stuck a lot. Um, we did have some people who like capsized because of the rapids. So nice. like, I would say it's not, and they also, the company was awesome, but they didn't give us any, like, they weren't, they weren't like, all right, watch out for these rapids. Uh, so it, I would say, like, just be a little bit wary if you're going to try to aqua blaze, like, if you haven't ever canoed, um, and even if you have, just know that it can be a little scary at times. Like, it was fine. Um, we figured it out, but definitely had a few moments where we were like, oh my god, our, all of our, like, gear is in one boat that is underwater. <laughs> <laughs> we went on Reddit before getting to the Shenandoahs, like reading about aqua blazing and how through hikers did it. And we saw a bunch just went to like Dick's Sporting Goods or Walmart and bought like blow up rafts. That's and we were like, that's so easy. Let's do that. And so we got to Front Royal and we were like, from Front Royal to Harper's Ferry, we're going to aqua blaze. And that was terrible. Worst decision. It was so bad. We got like 10 miles. Uh, the first, we were planning to do it in three days, right? Yeah, something Two days. Like that. And we were like, we'll do like 10 miles the first day and 10 miles the next day. By like the ninth hour, we were on mile like four, like uh, paddling as fast as we could. But these things just were sinking. Yeah. And, and also the rapids, like you're saying, the water levels are so low. So like I'd be like trying... So you'd be like lifting your butt up in the raft, trying to not scrape the bottom. And you look over and like our friend is like stuck on the rapid, like looking at you. Taking buckets of water and throwing <laughs> it out the raft. Yeah. <laughs> it's not leisurely. It was a No. <laughs> By the end, I was like, I need to get back to hiking. Like I, I need to get off this river. Yep. <laughs> yeah, my arm strength was severely lacking at that point. <laughs> I had no, I have no upper body strength, so yeah. it was hard, but it was fun, and we, that was, like, I feel like that was when we were, like, kind of, like, becoming more of a trail family, so I, I think of that time fondly, but definitely was not relaxing at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, did you have a favorite view or a favorite section in the South? Um, I loved the Roan Highlands, uh, mm -hmm. And the Grayson Highlands. I think maybe the Grayson Highlands I loved more. Um, it was just, I love being able to see where you're going. Mm -hmm. Like, trail that, so like, just kind of like weaving through those were so cool. Um, yeah. And the ponies, they were kind of annoying though, but they were nice. Did you camp on Thomas Knob's shelter? No, no, we just got, we had lunch there. Um, and then we got, all those ponies were coming up and licking us. Um, one pony yeah. got a huge boner while we were all standing there. And we were like, whoa, <laughs> what is happening? But yeah, they were, the ponies were weird. They're very odd. Did you, uh, did you attempt the eight second challenge? What's that? You have to like jump on a pony for eight seconds and ride them. Oh my God. No, I, no, I, not. I didn't even know that. Was a <laughs> did you? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> when did you um when did you get your trail legs when did you feel like you were flying down the trail maybe 
I really don't remember like there. I don't know. I guess maybe like somewhere in Tennessee, I think it started feeling like I could do bigger miles. Um, I don't know. Maybe after the smoke. Actually, I think the Smokies, because that was when there was like one morning where I was just like, oh, I can hike this whole thing. Like, I can do this. So I guess probably then. Um, yeah, I think the Smokies then. But I don't think I, I didn't start like pushing bigger miles until a little bit after the Smokies. I mean, I did my first 20 mile day um, that like right after the Smokies. Mm -hmm. Nice. What was the dynamic like with the people you were hiking? Like, did you guys hike together during the day? Would you meet up for lunch or just meet at camp for that night? Um, we mostly hiked on our own. Um, I like hiking by myself uh, during the day and like meeting up with people later. So usually we would like hike and kind of have an idea where we were going to finish and then um, like meet up at like breaks if we wanted to. But some days we kind of just did our own thing throughout the day and met up whenever um our trail family was like pretty fluid I would feel I would I would say like we, we all kind of like like to be together but there was like big chunks of the trail where I was with different people um and then I'd kind of like come back and then go and I was kind of doing my own thing a little bit gotcha yeah. are you um are you covering the mic yes I am with my hand there it is ah. no, no no you're good I was just like it just sounded muffled um you you modeled a lot in your quilt, um, ah, yeah. and I love those photos. Just one, why? Two, also, can you explain why you plank so much? Oh yeah, great questions. Um, uh, <laughs> quilt. I think that like so my enlightened equipment convert thing. Like you can walk around in it because it has like an open foot box, and I just think. I don't know why I've been doing that for years and I feel like I always tag and lined equipment and I'm like man like one day they're gonna notice me like one day and then when finally when I was on trail they like reposted something of mine and like they ended up giving me like a free quilt which was so cool but I was like I've been modeling your quilts for years I just think it's so <laughs> funny to like stand up it just you look like a little worm <laughs> and like I don't know I just think it's pure comedy um, the planking, I also don't know why, really. My friend Nacho and I just, like, at some point decided, I think it was the Roman Highlands, we were like, we are going to bring planking back. And then we <laughs> planked all day. Like, we have, we just, we planked everywhere we went. Um, it, we were slack packing that day, and it took us, like, 10 hours to do the miles because we kept stopping and planking. Um, <laughs> And then the funniest thing was that um, Gut Hook, like the account, they reposted our photo of us planking. <laughs> like, yes, this is what I wanted. Broke the system. There it is. I know. Yeah, that was that was definitely like a me and Nacho being fucking weird uh, day for sure. That's awesome. Haven't seen it since 2010. I know, oh. right? Whatever happened to it? It's so funny. I don't know. I don't know. It's some died out. Some trends should never die. And planking is one of them. Yes, yeah. I do agree. Yeah. Um, what was uh, trail days like? Oh. oh, it was overwhelming as hell. Um, just like kind of crazy. Uh, I don't drink. So it was definitely like very overwhelming to be around people who are just like going kooky crazy. It was fun to see everyone, but I was only there for a night and that was that was plenty. I was like, thank that is that is enough. 
Um, I think it'd be fun to go back next year um, and like see people, but I definitely, I don't know if I would, I think I, I don't think I would stay in tent city. I think I would um, not do that. Mm -hmm. Did you have to hike back for it or did you just no. stumble? We did a crazy thing where my friend was actually getting engaged. So I wanted to be there for that. So I went to trail days with my, like my trail family. We like rented a car um, and drove back. And then I took the car the next day and drove up to Richmond to see my friend get engaged and then went back to trail. But it was, it was fun. I think I'm glad I went. Um, I don't think if I like, if I did the AT again, I think I probably wouldn't like go through the trouble of going um but if i like being off trail i think it'd be really fun to go i hear that it wasn't even that packed this year which makes me believe that in years past it's just insane it's yeah just insane. i'm just like everyone's kind of like on drugs but like, it's yeah, just yeah. a lot um i was like like the cover I, mean, I will say i had a lot of fun hanging out with the people who i wanted to see there but after i saw them i was like okay i think i'm good mm -hmm. Did you ever meet, um, it, it was our last guest, did you ever meet a guy named Browse? He, he had a tramley named the Chads. I don't know. Maybe no, not. but the, the Chads sound familiar, though. Uh, he was just talking about it, and he was saying, where was I going with this? He's like, he said he wasn't a festival type of guy, but he was hoping to hear, like, loud music, but it was just a lot of, like, chanting and humming. And, and like, just drums. <laughs> it was, like, for sure a little culty, but, like, I mean... I think through hiking is kind of culty sometimes yeah, that's and, trail. <laughs> in, a, in a good way, but definitely like, like there were people like, um, I don't know who were like, like dancing around a fire and there was like a drum circle. And then like someone made a, a human sacrifice joke and everyone was like, whoa, too far. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to ask? So, did you have any moments where people went up to you and knew you from social media and like introduced themselves being like, I saw you on Instagram or I saw you on YouTube or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It didn't happen a ton. Um, but the, like the one time, one time, the first time it happened, I was like with my friend Nacho and when we're just like the two of us together, we get like really weird. And we were like making some weird ass joke and just like being degenerates. And this guy was like, after I left, the guy goes to Nacho. He's like, oh, that's Sophia Garber, right? Like, and like, I, like, I watch her videos. I was like, oh, he could have said something. Like, he could have said something. <laughs> and then that, so that happened like a, like once or twice in a while. But um, uh, a really cool thing that happened was I was like hiking and there was a, a family of day hikers who were crossing paths with me. And this woman was like, oh, are you hiking for cancer? And I was like, yes, I am. And she was like, well, I've been following you for a while. And like, I'm inspired by you and like I and like you're like I love that you're doing this for Crystal and that was so cool just because like she was someone who you know she knew Crystal's name and she knew her story and that meant a lot to me so I was like oh my goodness but um no it didn't happen a ton once in a while though I gotcha it's always it's always weird to say like yeah that's me and then you're like I have no idea how to introduce myself to you hello <laughs> I like Thank you for following along. Sorry. Yeah, right. <laughs> said something weird on Instagram, which I usually do. Yep. <laughs> nice. That's cool, though. Mm -hmm. That's cool to meet someone who's like, you made a positive or, or your influence was for the good. That's mm -hmm. that's great. 
yeah that was very cool and i stayed at hiker royalty's house um obviously but like I, that was like obviously we planned it but he did like pretty cool trail magic like picked us up and like we got to hang out with him and he's like such a nice guy so um that was that was cool to like i don't know be connected to people through instagram I didn't, cool. I didn't even know he was near the trail. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I won't say where, but um, right, right. I'll just put his address in the comments below. Right. Um, yeah. There you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, he, he's really close to the trail and he, him and his uh, fiance are just like really awesome through hiker people in there. Has Very he lovely. through hiked before? What'd you say? Has he through hiked the AT? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he hiked in 2019. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I just didn't know yeah. what his backstory what his was. Stories. <laughs> Interesting. Um, so you got off trail to go see your friend get engaged, and then you got off trail again to go see a wedding, right? Yeah. So my boyfriend's brother was getting married. Um, so he just like scooped me up in Glasgow, and then we road trip to St. Louis. Um, I slept in a bed for a weekend, and. Uh, I was like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> then he dropped me back off and I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> why? <laughs> but it all, it all worked out. It was definitely like, I don't know. Like, I think my, my trail family was so good at like, kind of like planning together a little bit. So, um, like I knew that I knew that I might have to catch up a little bit and I did, but, um, they actually ended up like kind of vortexing in Waynesboro so it all worked out um so I wasn't too too behind but I did have a few days where I was like by myself and you know working on being okay not being in a group mm -hmm. how did it feel taking those first few steps back out on trail was it tough do you feel like you lost like your legs or your momentum no I don't think so I think it's always hard saying goodbye like every mm -hmm. time I said goodbye to Nevin I would I would always cry like even if I knew I was seeing him like the next week. So that's always really hard. Um, and the, I think the first day back on trail, even though, even if like I was in town, the first day back is hard for me. Um, mm -hmm. Just like the transition between town and trail is, is tough for my motivation. Um, but you just keep going. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. And the longer you take in that town, the harder it gets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, mentally that was what I was really struggling with towards the end because I just like every time we went into town I would be like oh my god I don't want to hike anymore but once I was out there I was fine so I think that like like I, I'm, I'm thinking about doing the PCT in uh, 2023 and I know that there's less towns that you can go into and I honestly mm -hmm. think that would be much better for me I think I'll have an easier time just like because once you're in the woods you're in the woods um mm -hmm. and but the the town the town stuff is tough for me. Did it feel vortexy? Did it feel like a lot of people were in town and like you wanted to stay with people in town? Uh sometimes the I I don't think I really got vortexed anywhere particular. Well, not like really. Um, mm. I wanted to, but sometimes I just needed to like someone to be like, no, we have to hike. Um, yeah. I think like when there was a few times where we had like hurricanes that were coming through. Um, and then like everyone was in town, like technically for texting, but you know, more just like getting out of a hurricane. Mm -hmm. It's needed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not great. Yeah. Uh, so tell us about PA. What, like, why was it the devil's state? 
I think it was more of a mental thing than anything. Um, mm. I didn't think the terrain was that bad. It just was hard on my the bottoms of my feet. Um, but it was hard to have felt like I'd been out there for so long and know that it was only halfway. Um, mm. And also we kind of called it, or someone called it like the lonely bubble. Like after, um, like that, that time of the summer, people start like, you know, kind of spreading out and a lot of people are more on their own. It's less like big groups. Um, and that definitely did happen. I, I wasn't hiking with my whole trail family for most of PA. Um, but it was, I think it was just like kind of being burnt out a little bit. Um, and also that was when I was shifting from like my honeymoon stage, I think. And I was like, Oh, like this is actually going to be really hard. <laughs> did you, um, complete the half gallon challenge? And if so, did you hike on afterwards? Um, I failed at it and I gave up so quickly. Um, <laughs> and I still almost shat my pants, which was really just, I don't know what was wrong. I just, I ate like a very normal amount of ice cream or of sorbet. And I was like, I think I'm done. I was like, I think I just want a burger. And then I was like, Oh my God, I have to poop so bad. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I did actually hike out that day. We, I think we only hiked a few more miles, but we did hike out. Um, and the two people who I was with did the challenge and they hiked out. So kudos to them. I oh, yeah. burger. It's an old man sport. <laughs> oh God. I like I was impressed that so many people finished it, but I also yeah. was like, I don't actually think I want to. So then I was like, I'm done here. I don't know if you followed any of the 2020 hikers, but um, Wild, we met Wild on the trail at um, where was it? Pine Grove. Pine Grove, yeah. And he, um, he, he, we were walking into Pine Grove, and he was walking out, and he was like, "Yeah, crushed your boys in 30 minutes," <laughs> and we're like okay like let's it's gonna be easy easy like 45 minutes in we're like still on the gallon and we're just like yeah oh my gosh we're just, oh my it was terrible yeah and i'm like tolerant so that was terrible oh, god <laughs> bad decision did you guys like out after that no, no we stayed at the campground with a nice bathroom <laughs> yeah, yeah the bathroom the bathroom was closed at the uh the store and i was like whoa that's very dangerous but there was like so you had to like yeah. run to the bathroom down at the camp i was like man you're just asking for people to shit in your store <laughs> like <laughs> um what kept you motivated on or so like when the honeymoon phase ended what kept you motivated on the bad days i think that like i, I just like quitting just wasn't an option for me um i think that it, like so much was riding on like that moment of like getting to Katahdin that I just wasn't, I, I don't think I even like entertained the idea of quitting. It was more like, I just was kind of annoyed that I was so stubborn about it. I was like, other people can quit and I can't like, what is, it was just, it, I think, I mean, I started doing dedications. Like I would write people's name on my arm who like inspired me. And then I would kind of like dedicate the day to them. And that helped a lot because then you can't like, you're kind of like, if it's someone who like, I really cared about who really inspired me, I felt like that day needed to be completed or whatever that means like for them. So that helped a lot. Um, and then just, I think like in my head, I was like, okay, as soon as I get to New Jersey, I'm not going to, it's not going to be as hard anymore um, mentally. And even if that wasn't really true, the idea that I could 
get to New Jersey was very motivating. So um, I think during Pennsylvania, I was just kind of like hiking to the next food. Like I was just like, I need to eat town food. So and you can in Pennsylvania everywhere. So I would just hike until I could eat a burger and then like hike to the next burger. <laughs> Good times. Our, I, I can imagine not really having a set goal must be really hard through PA because uh, we're from Jersey. And so when we got to the water gap, we're like, our parents are picking us up. We're going home for a few days. Mm -hmm. And so we just like put our heads down for, I don't know, 20 days. And we we're like, let's just get through oh, Pennsylvania. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can imagine that's tough. Mm -hmm. yeah, it was just, it I was really just, I hated Pennsylvania. And it was, it was also really hot. And we, we had a heat wave and it was just not, not it, but we made it through. Did you like, did you like Jersey? I did. I liked Jersey a lot. Um, it was also heat wave though. So it was pretty tough. Um, and my, so my, I have family in Jersey that are kind of like an hour ish away. So from New Jersey and New York, I just had a lot of people who wanted to see me, which was really cool, but re again, really hard to keep the momentum going. Um, so I think I took more zeros in New Jersey than I did in Pennsylvania, which it makes no sense because Jersey's like 70 miles and Pennsylvania's 200. <laughs> um how was how was hiking home to new york how did that feel it was cool it wasn't like as dramatic as i think i assumed it would be it was really cool to see my family um and like my mom uh hiked over the bear mountain bridge with me which was really special just because that's really close to my that's like 30 minutes from my house um gotcha. so that was really powerful and just being like, I'm like, I did it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm here. Um, but yeah, it, it was also very overwhelming because there was just a lot of people who were like, Oh my gosh, I'll do trail magic. And I was like, yay. But then, you know, it just, it, it was hard to keep, to get like a momentum going again. Um, and then, then we were in new England. There it is. Yeah. Uh, was there a lot of dikers over bear mountain? Who? Bikers? Day, day hikers. Bikers. Day, oh, I was like, what is that? I've never <laughs> heard that before. <laughs> um, not really. I don't think so. It wasn't too crowded. Um, it was also very exciting to go over Bear Mountain. So I was kind of like tunnel vision. And there was a vending machine on top. So we got yep. sodas. So oh, yeah. I was more focused on that. There wasn't too many day hikers. That climb up to Bear Mountain, like on the other side, like I had no idea that existed when we did it because we've hiked up Bear Mountain before. And that was, it's beautiful with the overlooks and the benches and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really yeah. Funny. My grandma, um, she's, she would like take all of uh, her grandkids like up Bear Mountain um, when they were like of age or whatever. So I have this like very cute little photo of like me and my grandma like on Bear Mountain and it was kind of like her introduction to hiking. And, um, so that was very special. So I called her on top of Bear Mountain and I was like, mm, I made it. We love Hudson Valley. Yeah. 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 Are you, yeah. so I don't know you guys were from Jersey. You're probably not that we're far. From, we're from North Jersey. I'm from Parsippany and she's from Roxbury. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm like 30 minutes from, I'm like 40 minutes from Bear Mountain. Oh, okay. So you might be yeah. where my grandma is. She's like, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I won't tell where. So much. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. We'll talk later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
what was I going to say? Uh, going into New England. Was there any other states? So, like, how was New York and how was Connecticut before getting to, uh, and Mass, too, I guess, before getting to Vermont? So, like, in hindsight, definitely, like, ha like the Mid-Atlantic, I think, is kind of tough. Just, mm. like, I don't know. Um, I, I, I will say that, like, nothing, like, super exciting happened in, like, New York or Connecticut. I think my, like, mom kind of, uh, my, like, my family being around was cool. Um, and, but then we got to Connecticut. We got, like, shat on by caterpillars for, like, the entire state. Like, the gypsy moth caterpillars were like, eating the leaves. So it was really hot, and then they were pooping on us. Um, so that is, like, all I remember about Connecticut. It was, it was fun. I don't, I mean, not, not the pooping part, but, like, it was fine. Like, nothing was that bad. Um, and then, Massachusetts. Oh, we had so much rain in New England. I guess it was like the the wettest July in like 109 years in New England. Um, so Ma Massachusetts was just like the first part of it was really tough because there was a lot of mosquitoes and we were like walking through like knee deep water for miles at a time and everything was just like the trail was just completely wet for oh. like it was just a river. Um, no issues about water sources. That was very easy, but <laughs> yeah, it was definitely Massachusetts was was tough mentally because our feet were just wet for mm -hmm. like, nothing dried. Um, but then we got well, then we hiked up to Mount Greylock, and that was I think that was the turning point for me, um, just because it was so beautiful and it looked like the way that I picture New England, and I don't know, it was just such a beautiful climb. And I think from then on, it really felt like we were kind of getting into the, the meat of the hike. Mm -hmm. So talk to us about your ever evolving trail outfit. I know you were in like men's swimming trunks at one point and changing shirts. And I saw a bathing suit on top too, I feel like. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I would just like get bored and I feel like wearing crazy clothing entertains me. So, um, when we went to trail days, I got like a trail days outfit, which then just became my hiking outfit, which was the men's swim trunks, which were like an XL. But um, I didn't realize how huge they looked on me until I like looked at pictures. And I was like, I look like a small child. Um, <laughs> but so I, I was wearing those for a while. And then when I got to New York, I really like I really wanted a hiker. I barely know her shirt. I think that joke is just objectively funny always and um so I like bought screen printing stuff because we were like taking a few days off with my parents and so I screen printed a shirt that said hiker I barely know her um and then I made I like screen printed on all my trail family's shirts so they all have shirts that say that now um and none of them like wore them for the rest of the trail but I did so I wore my shirt <laughs> until Katahdin and then the, the final installment was uh, in somewhere in New Hampshire, I think. I saw these, like, really cool shorts on this girl. I was like, where did you acquire those? And she told me they were from BOA. So I looked online and I found these crazy cat shorts, which I'm actually wearing right now. Not surprising. Because nice. I simply <laughs> haven't changed um, since the trail, apparently. But um, so I got, we, I got those and... So one other girl in my trail family got the cat shorts and then our other two friends in our trail family got, they're like jorts. Uh, they're athletic shorts, but they're the jorts 
design. So that was my final like completion into my, my official <laughs> trail self. And, nice. but it was like fun to like, I don't know, like make your, make your hiking outfit a little crazier. Yep. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like point out the hiker on trail. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so did you have any favorite days on trail? Mm, yes, I think that um, my favorite day on trail was probably Franconia Ridge. Um, mm. It was just, I, I've never really seen views like that, um, at least not on, on the Appalachian Trail. And it was so special. And just like all day, we had this ridiculous view of the White Mountains and there were so many day hikers up there and I just was like crying the entire day just because I was so happy and I was like, they probably think I'm crazy, but um, it was just, I don't know, like the whites are something else and Franconia Ridge like on a good day is just unreal. Mm -hmm. Did you have good weather going over the entire White Mountain range? Uh, no, that was, um, that was when Hurricane Henry or Henry or whatever it was, was coming through. So we actually, but we took, we, have, we had said for a long time that we wanted to kind of take zeros to have good weather for Franconia Ridge and for uh, the Prezi Traverse. Um, partially safety, partially we wanted like good views. So we took a zero to wait out weather for Franconia Ridge, which was for sure the right decision. And then for the Presidential Traverse, we also took a zero to wait that out, um, which also was a good idea because people had to like get taken off, not taken off, but they had to get a ride off of Mount Washington because it was so scary. Um, so we definitely like rigged the system a little bit and uh, took some zeros, but um, it was worth it for us for sure. Just cause, and then we were going through the wildcats. That was when the, the hurricane hit. So like every hiker on trail got like spooked by the weather and every hiker from like Gorham to, I don't know, to Maine was in Gorham for two, a few days. So it didn't end up, didn't end up being that bad, but that's okay. Did you slack pack the wildcats like into, into Rattle River? No, no, we should have. Cause Rattle River seemed really cool, but um, no, we just hiked them, I think. Cause we had just taken a, a bunch of, we just had taken two zeros. So we were like, let's just go. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. Um, Do you feel like the whites were easier or harder than people were making them out to be like before you got there? I think it depends on your experience with like rock scrambling um, and how you feel about it because I really love rock scrambling. It's really fun for me. Um, it's like exciting. I well, Sorry, I should say I like going up rock scrambles. I hate going down them. But yes. um, so I think I think I kind of it was, I think my expectations were pretty average. Like I knew that my miles were going to slow down a lot and I knew that it was going to be a rough, like it wasn't going to be the kind of hiking that we had done. I didn't expect my shoes to be as ruined as they were, but because my, I got new shoes in Rutland, Vermont and they only lasted 200 miles because I had <laughs> giant holes in them. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Um, well, t tell us about your Mount Liberty morning. You, did you catch sun, sunrise and sunset? Yeah, so we cowboy camped, which I know is, like, probably not allowed. But 
if anyone if anyone asks we just hiked on up there um nice. but we weren't planning to but um we got up there and we were like holy crap we have 360 degree views we'll yeah. get like sunset sunrise so uh we cowboy camped up there and it was just the most magical sunset and sunrise it was really really beautiful it was really cold but it was worth it it was for sure worth it and then the next day we had franconia ridge so it was just like i started the day with the sunrise on mount liberty and then ended the day like at wherever franconia ridge ends which i don't even remember nice. yeah liberty is i don't know i loved that blue yeah. blaze i feel like a lot of people skipped it and i was like yeah oh, so yeah, they're so excited to get to Franconia. It's like you're missing one of the best views. I know, because you could see Franconia Ridge from it. You can see everything. Yeah. Were the whites packed when you were there? Um, yeah, they were pretty packed. There was a lot of through hikers going through at the same time, and there was also just like, a lot of uh, like sectioners or people doing the hut to hut thing. So there was a lot of people, but we were. You actually, I didn't realize that you actually can stealth camp in the whites. I thought you weren't allowed to. But um, that's why I was freaked out about it. Because I was like, well, what if, like, what if I can't find a spot? But um, you can stealth camp. So I think that that was, like, helped a, a ton. There was one campsite after the presidential traverse. Like, you just get below tree line after Mount Madison. And, yep. it's a, and it's the only camp spot. And it was packed. Like, people were, like, that was crazy. So I ended up having to stealth camp at, like, a really shitty spot. But, um that was the only time where I like camping was a problem. Um, and that, I think that like section like doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, Cause like you can't, you can't do a reasonable day in the whites. Mm -mm. Nope. You have to do 15 miles or like, cause you're on, you're on the top of a ridge line, which I just was like, I feel like there should be a camp, another camp spot somewhere. <laughs> well, there are those like straight down half mile off trail spots. Yeah, do like are terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a that was a tough day. Yeah, I feel like there was also a lot of backing up, fear mongering between like Hanover to the beginning of the whites, like not knowing how the whites worked, and like mm -hmm. no one yeah. had a clear understanding of like to where do. to stay and what to do and the mileage to do. Yeah, I felt like they like there wasn't a lot of information out there um, with that. And then the other one was like Baxter, like no one had an actual understanding mm -hmm. of what was going on. It was helpful because we had one of our, like the, our family members is from New Hampshire. So he knew kind of, and then uh, one of our family members is from Maine. So we had a little bit of like insider scoop, but it was definitely like, no one was really under, like I, I had to ask one of the um, caretakers. I was like, can I stealth? like in the whites and he was like yeah you can just like we, we like dissuade it but I was like okay well gotcha. did you have to, uh, did someone say to get to um the sign up for the Katahdin summit like really early no or we're gonna, like miss oh oh wait, so, yeah. no, sorry yes yes someone did say that to us <laughs> and like we were just the last five miles of the 100 mile wilderness we were just like we gotta like get there early we gotta do it early it just sucked and we were like the first ones there we were like oh never mind <laughs> it baxter state park their rules make legitimately no sense. no sense and and every ranger will tell you something different and like i was 
I just was shocked at how complicated it was. I was like, yep. that was really stressful towards the end. We were like, what? Like Baxter just makes everything really difficult. The yeah. communication is not there. Yeah, already going through a lot mentally. So like, the last thing you want to think about is logistics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my mom just joined. Hi, mom. <laughs> um, what was your longest mile day for you? What was the longest mile day? I think it was like 27 or 28. I didn't really, I originally I wanted to do a 30 mile day and then it just, I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> not worth it. No, I don't think that seems like it would hurt. Yes. Where, where were you when you did it? I think it was in Virginia. Hmm. Um, yeah, and then, I mean, really, like, we, we did, I, like, slowed down a fair amount in New England, um, like, probably from Vermont on, we were kind of moseying. Just trying to enjoy the trail, like, soaking it up. Yeah, yeah, and we were just lazy, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were like, we've hiked too much, anyway. <laughs> How was hitting the main border? Oh, my God, it was so exciting. Um, I... I didn't realize it kind of snuck up on me and I didn't realize how close it was. And then I was just like, it's tomorrow. We're going to be in Maine. And then it started getting like, then I feel like like all of Maine, I mean, Maine is a long state, but it just, it felt like we were like get, kind of getting senioritis and every, I, like towards the end, I was like, I, I was like, this is going to be our last like miserable rainy day on trail. I'm going to miss it so much. I'm like, I'm not going to miss that. <laughs> <laughs> how was Mahusik Notch was it hard I had so much fun I really had so much fun um I I think again I like I like rock scrambling I, I think it's like so it's so interesting it's really um I don't know I, it was like an adult playground and uh we went through with um a dog because I hiked with a like a girl who had a dog so like it was a little bit harder with him but we got through in like an hour and a half which I thought was pretty good with a dog yeah, yeah, no, that's great. I, that section of trail is hilarious to me because some people say it takes them close to four hours and some people yeah. run through 35 minutes. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't know what. I don't know. <laughs> also, I think that the confusing thing is that there's some, there's some spots where you can either like go up and over or like under and you can't really tell where the blaze is. Um, mm. And I'm, I wonder if like there's a faster, there's like a faster route. Like you kind of like choose the challenge and I don't know, but. I loved it. It was so fun. Uh, was going up the arm after Mahusik Notch, was that challenging? Um, I don't remember it being that bad. Mm. Um, I mean, it was a climb. And I was like, I think I had heard that, it, that Mahusik Notch was hard and Mahusik arm was hard. Um, and I had heard that people kind of like hype up the notch, but forget about the arm. So going up the arm, I was prepared for it to be kind of a, a, a tough one. Also, though, I think I have such a different, per I think everyone perceives different sections of the trail with different difficulty, because if you're having a hard day, then a, the flattest terrain is going to be miserable. But if you're having an incredible day, then like climb that could be like this will be like quick and easy. I think it's all like mental. Once you get the trail, like, it's all mental. So I had a great day. I was excited. I, I like think I flew up the arm um, and then there was cool views. So I was hanging out. Nice. That was well said, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was going to say, oh, how did it... I feel like I'm jumping ahead. 
I'm just going to jump ahead. How did it feel hitting uh, the $15,000 goal mark that you wanted to do in your last stretch on the AT? Oh my gosh. That was like one of the most special moments I think for me. Um, just because, I mean, there's a lot like wrapped up in that fundraising, like doing it for my friend and like knowing how important Omen House is for people. I just, it was, it really mattered to me. And I was like on White Cat Mountain and I was trying to get service to post about like trying to hit the 15,000. Um, and I was going to be, be like my final like social media push to be like, if anyone like, let's like, let's get there. And then I just checked the fundraising page and I, and like when I saw that number, my heart was like about to explode because I was staring at Katahdin when it happened too, which oh, was that's really cool. Wow. <laughs> I was like sitting at the view of Katahdin and then I checked my phone and I saw the 15,000 and it was also extra special because the two people who donated to get me to 15,000 were through hikers. So it just felt like it was, I, I, I like, I got all like teary and I just was like, Oh my gosh, like it just, it meant so much. And, and it's the fact that so many hikers have been so supportive of the fundraising has been really, really special. And it just, I'm very excited and, and we're, I don't know, it'll be cool to have like, Crystal's name kind of in her legacy be a part of Omen House. Um, yeah. So I'm very excited. That's awesome. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. How was um, how was the 100 mile wilderness aside from all that? It was I liked it a lot. I think it was w weird because you knew it was their last section. And um, mm. I think I felt like I was like having a lot of like meltdowns about like either I was ready to be done with the trail or I didn't know. I was like, I don't want the trail to be over. So it's kind of ping-ponging a lot. Um, and it was, a, I think our trail family really was trying to be, just kind of like soak up the last few days that we had with each other. So we did a lot. We call them like Shelly takeovers when like no one else was in the shelter. So we would all sleep in the shelter together. Um, and it was just like very goofy and fun. And I think the miles were easy. So it was very emotional. I think that people just like ending a hike like that. Everyone's kind of losing their mind a little bit, but it was, it was a really special like few days. Um, and just like the last moments that we get to all be together. It was very nice. Did you guys do it in one like straight shot or did you guys like get a food drop halfway through at Joe Mary road? Or Yeah. Yeah. We did a food drop through Shaw's. Um, I think we did it at the the road before Joe Mary. So, um, yeah, our resupply for the last section was so bad. We all were like, how did we mess up our last resupply? <laughs> but, like, I think a lot of us were, like, a little bit short on food. <laughs> like, what is wrong with us? Like, how do we do this? We hang. Oops. Sorry, paused myself. Very good. No, I think we did the complete opposite. I think we had like, we were like, so much we're going to celebrate all the way to the end. We're going to eat every five minutes. So <laughs> I wish I did that. I think, I think we packed like an extra three days worth of food. It was terrible was though. So smarter bad. though. I mean, I, there, like, I, I was like rationing my cheese sticks. I, like, I don't have enough food to make it. <laughs> but then I, I really did quite uh, a bad job resupplying, but we made it. Nice. <laughs> well, uh, which state did you like better? Uh, was it New Hampshire or was it Maine? I think I like New Hampshire better. Um, mm. I think 
that just, I don't really know why, but I think I did. I think I was just in a better like mental space and I was more focused on the terrain rather than like finishing the trail. Um, mm. So I think I like New Hampshire better. Um, and then what was, what was Baxter like? What was your summit day like? Oh my God, it was the most overwhelming day of my entire life. <laughs> um, I was, so like, it was just, it was a lot of logistical stress going into it. Um, but, um, my, like, I, I was just like crying the entire way up for like, whatever reason, whether or not it was like, I'm like happy or like sad or scared or whatever. But, um, yeah, I was really overwhelmed. Um, and then like, I, I, I think I started crying, like when I wrote Crystal's name on my arm for the last time. And then I didn't mm -hmm. stop crying until I realized that I had to hike down. And then I was just like, uh. um, but yeah, it was, it was, I don't know. Like we, we all were kind of like waiting to walk up to the sign together. Um, and I remember hugging my friend engine and she, you know, she lost her brother and was hiking in his honor. And I was hiking for crystal and like, she had written his name on, on her arm. And like, so I like, I like went up to her and I just hugged her and I was like, I love you so much. And she like, I don't know. I think we just, we like looked at each other. We were like, Oh my God, we're doing it. And then, um, and she was like, all right, like wheels, like take us away. And so then we walked up to the summit and, um, and I was just bawling the entire, like I, I knew I was going to cry to know I was going to like ugly cry. <laughs> like it was, <laughs> I was like sobbing. It was just, and then I couldn't stop crying and everyone else was fine and I couldn't stop crying. Um, <laughs> but it was just, it, I've waited for that moment to stand on the sign with Crystal's name on my arm and like her with me for so long. And, and it just, it was such a important life moment for me. And I'd been thinking about it for just every day of the hike and every day of the past, like seven years. Um, and so it was just unreal and there were a lot of people trying to take pictures and we kept just like occupying the side we we're like sorry guys we hiked 2200 miles for this you can wait <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah but and then we had to then we hiked down and my parents and my boyfriend and two of my friends were waiting down there and it was just like oh my god it was just i was like i can't cry anymore <laughs> what was touching the sign like um what were like the first, like what went through your head when you touched it? I don't even know. I think it was just complete. I was, I just, I was so overwhelmed. Um, yeah. We all decided to like touch the sign at the same time. And so it was just like, I just was like, I can't believe I am standing at this sign. I, I've seen so many photos of it. I've like, I don't know. I've just like thought about it. Like I, like I would, on really hard days, sometimes I would just like think through what standing at that sign would feel like. And mm. I just, I couldn't believe that I was there. I didn't even, feel, I was like, oh my God. I just was so overwhelmed. Wasn't that a tough hike though? Like going up? Yeah. Time. Yeah, that was hard. And I had to like, there was a few points where I had to get like a little boost from like someone who was taller than me. It was hard. And it was hard going down too. Yeah. Yeah, I remember getting to that like first rung when you break tree line and just looking at it and be like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. The, look, the, the part where you get to, you get to like the table or it's like before the table, whatever. And yeah. you see just like yeah. all the boulders just like mm -hmm. all the way up there. Yeah, that was, it was not, Katana is not an easy climb 
by any means. Yeah. Did you have a nice day though? Was it like nice weather? Yeah. yeah, we actually, we, we waited it out. Um, there was a day that it was raining um, and we waited out for the day that we had sun. So it was beautiful. Nice. 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 That's cool. Um, Were you going to go out of poster? Yeah. Okay. So how was your flight back in your smelly hiker clothes? Oh, it was, I just like wanted to tell everyone that I had hiked. I was like, I don't know if you know this, but you're sitting next to a through hiker. I just wanted everyone to know. And I was like, these people just don't care. But eh, sorry, my phone is me. But yeah, I just wanted to know. I wanted everyone to like know that I was a hiker. Um, And I did wear my clothes that were gross. But I was like, I'm, I'm going to smell no matter what. So I might as well just go full in did anyone say anything no my uber driver did though my uber driver told me that i should tip him extra because of the smell i was like that's <laughs> just rude <laughs> but i mean i get it it was like an hour drive to my parents house but i was like valid but rude <laughs> um has it sunk in yet that you've done it like does it still feel real that you did this thing uh, sometimes it does sometimes i'm like what um I don't know. It, it feels a little bit kind of like it was all a dream just because everything is kind of normal now. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, holy crap, I walked a lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> Do your, uh, does, your, okay. does your body hurt at all? No, my body's fine. I don't know what's going on. Like, I, I thought post-trial was going to be a lot worse than it is. And honestly, like body is pretty good. Um, and like my brain is also pretty good like I'm I think part part of that is probably that I haven't stopped moving since I got back but um I don't know I'm, I'm kind of okay like I was really expecting it to be worse <laughs> did you did you have a hiker hobble and did that wear off um I didn't I, I would have a hiker hobble every morning uh for the first like five minutes and then it would go away but and I still have that when I wake up. But besides that, I feel exactly normal. Nice. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, my, I my knees were killing me for three months. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they will yeah. later. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I lost feeling in my toes for like a really long time. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's okay. Oh, it came back. Like. Oh but my it's god. A <laughs> that is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what are your plans for the near future? Do you have any? No, I have none. No, that's not true. I, um, I am going to actually tomorrow I'm going to Pennsylvania to, I skipped, uh, 10 miles in Pennsylvania cause I was like having a moment. So I'm going to go back and hike those. So then I'll officially be a through hiker by purest standards. Um, and then, um, I'm going hiking in the Adirondacks next week with some of my trail oh. family members. And, um, after that, I'm just going to be like wood burning. Um, I'm doing that hopefully full time selling my wood burnt art Garburn designs. Oh. If anyone wants to follow that. <laughs> there it is. There's the plug. Wait, wait, yeah. can you explain the wood burning? Like how yeah. do you get into it? So I, I, so I've always been like a artist ish kind of thing but it's basically it's like a hot metal tool that you like burn the wood into cool designs so I make like a lot of portraits a lot of like naturey stuff um and like earrings and stuff so I'm gonna try to sell that and um do that full-time as a post-trail person that's really cool yeah that's really cool yeah I'm excited uh, 
do you have like a what's your website do you have a website that you're selling it on I don't I just I'm selling it through Instagram right now um so yeah just you can follow my mom just put it in the group in the chat so it's Garburn Designs <laughs> if you want to follow <laughs> thanks mom <laughs> love it love it <laughs> um has the leaves started changing colors in your area uh I haven't really seen any leaf changing, but in Colorado, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We saw some really beautiful, like, aspen leaves changing, um, but we're not there just yet here, but hopefully soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess, so how has your perspective on life changed because of through hiking the AT? Ooh, I mean, I I think that I've had this perspective for a little while, but I think I just, I don't, if there's something that I really want to do, I don't want to wait until I'm retired to do it. Um, and I think my perspective on myself changed a lot. I think I've realized how like physically capable I am and also mentally capable I am of accomplishing these kind of like kooky dreams that, that, I don't know. Cause when I biked across the country, I knew I was going to finish. It wasn't really like, I didn't think there was an option to quit. So I didn't. And I think the AT, I knew that there's a chance and a pretty high chance that I wouldn't finish. Um, and so finishing just kind of has given me a lot of confidence about being able to, I don't know, like accomplish the things that I want to. Um, and also just, I think that there's a lot of different ways to live your life. And I, I'm sure you guys feel similarly cause you're doing very cool things right now but it doesn't just have to be what everyone else is doing. So um, I'm like kind of excited to like have a, a, a life where I'm incorporating doing these adventurous things um, and, you know, kind of figuring my way out through it. Um, but you, you meet a lot of cool people who aren't living typical lives on the trail. And I think that's just important to know that that's out there. Yeah, absolutely. Life is not, as linear as everyone says it is. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was the trail everything you thought it was going to be? Yeah, I, 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 a hundred percent. I think that I, I didn't want to have too many expectations about the trail necessarily, but it's hard not to. But I think it very much exceeded my expectations, and um, it was. I feel like it was exactly the adventure that I wanted it to be. Mm -hmm. nice. nice. Do you have any future hiking plans? You said you're doing the PCT yeah. in 2023. Yeah, I will. I'm, I, I'm saying that I'm assuming that I'll be able to if I if I have enough money, I will. Um, yeah. And I think I, I think a year is enough time to save. So to 2023. Oh, yeah. Nice. Are you gonna oh, try to do oh. Sorry, I'm, um, I'm gonna hike the Superior Hiking Trail in Minnesota with my friend this spring. So that's a shorter beautiful trail yeah. yeah i'm really excited so that'll be a little shorter trail but a still through hike yeah have fun yeah um are you gonna try to triple crown i don't know like... i like the cdt kind of scares me and i don't really have a lot of desire to do it um but i that might change so i'm saying no now i don't know nice mm -hmm. um do you have any advice to future at through hikers um, I think I would say figure out what your goal is on trail. Um, if it's finishing the trail, then, you know, figure out how you're gonna do that. If it's like meeting people, if it's um, like having more of like a just kind of an experience, then figure out how to do that. Um, I think because I think that sets you up for success being able to 
figure out what your goal is. Because everyone says your goal is, is to hike the Appalachian Trail, but there's a lot of people who do it differently and have just as valid and beautiful experiences. So I think that is my main. And also just like, don't be afraid of it. Like it's like prepare, but don't let fear dissuade you from doing it. Mm-hmm. Like if I can do it, anyway, if I can do it without training and like really not knowing what I'm doing, like anyone can do it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. What would you tell Wheels who is still on trail not to take for granted or any general advice to give her? Ooh. I think just like, I would tell her to take more midday breaks um, and not feel mm. so pressured to like get to camp on time. Cause I think like, I mean, I did a lot of loitering, but I would say do more of it. Cause it's, it's like loitering in real life isn't as fun as when you're supposed to be hiking. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything else that you want to throw out into the through hiking community? I don't think so. I just think that, I guess I'll say like, thank you. I feel like it's been a really positive experience, like being a part of like the social media through hiking world in whatever small way. And I, it means a lot to me that people have supported me and like sent messages and stuff. So I guess I'll say thank you. Nice. Yeah. It's great. It's great to have a supporting community behind you. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, um, if there's nothing else, then I think we're going to end it. We got to start getting ready for work because oh my god oh my goodness (laughs) wild all right well this was so fun thank you so much for having me yeah thanks for coming on it was a blast Mm -hmm. yeah all right cool well have a great day yes and enjoy your sleep (laughs) oh yeah Yeah. oh yeah all right i'll talk to you guys all right see you later Hope you enjoyed the conversations of episode 12. Sophia has such a positive, goofy, and bright energy, and we hope that it made your day just as much as it made ours recording it. If you want to join in on future live chats, you can head over to our Instagram, which is at Let's Trek Together. We go live once a week, usually on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you are a thru-hiker and want to be a guest on a future episode, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram or by email, which is letstrektogether at gmail.com. Until next time, guys, let's Let's trek together. together.